So uh, we're going to start in five, four, wait, wait, wait. three, two, one. And we're back on the Nobody's Famous podcast. And um, we're, uh, we're here in a very nice uh, setting, a really nice place. Uh, thank you for bringing us into your home. Uh, special guest with us today. None other than, uh, yeah, say hi to the camera. Say, please, please let them see your face <laughs> before we start because... To be honest, I don't know why. I don't know why I accepted. I don't know why. I don't know. Usually, you should be the one accepting. <laughs> but I am the one who accepted. So um, After eight episodes, that's... After eight episodes, yeah. yeah. Took a while. Took and, a while. Uh, I'll finish the intro. <laughs> <laughs> um, our uh, amazing uh, friend, Mr. Hannah Abu Ada. It's a pleasure to have you, man. Habibi. Um... <laughs> <laughs> English show, English. <laughs> Just came out. Um, glad it's uh, actually an honor to be on the show. Oof. Yeah. Really? Um, okay. Proud of your progress, going well. Funny episodes throughout all the eight episodes. The ones that he didn't watch. I watched <laughs> a couple. Not even released yet. <laughs> Two or three like, of them. They're funny, but I didn't watch them. <laughs> No praise, man. You don't have to praise. It's okay. You can no, but it's truth. good. It's good. It's good. Like, um, I like the dedication, the hard work. So I'm proud of you, bro. Great, man. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, so, Hannah, just to uh, to add some context to, to the episode. Yep. Um, let's just say for every single episode that I have recorded so far, which mm -hmm. are seven or eight episodes, after every single one of them, mm -hmm. you would send me a message Saying, telling me when's, when's my, my turn. episode exactly please can you explain because uh throughout all the eight episodes i heard them um uh, they're funny they're nice but no excitement man no no like you need to push it and i feel that i i got the tools to push it and you have uh, the tools i have the tools I to see. push it i see man listen um i just want to say that's a very strong statement uh, yeah because and we're only a few minutes in so so people are expecting like this episode to blow out of the water man that's what's gonna happen today oh man but, and i don't know we have what 30 45 minutes whatever happens man whatever that's happens. what's gonna happen okay The okay. time is mine. You're in my town. You're in my place. And this is how we're going to do it. Okay, um, okay, Hannah. So, again, it's great to have you. And, Thank you. And uh, I want you to start by, you know, let's, let's, let's uh, give us a quick background. Mm -hmm. Like, like what's your ele elevator pitch, you know? Tell, tell us a bit about yourself. Just so the, the, the people would know what's going on. Yeah, just let everyone know who, who you are, man. Who am I? Uh, so technically... Uh, technically. It's not live. It's not I know, live. I know. A hundred thousand people are not watching, man. It's fine. There's um, only like three, maybe. It's fine. Um, only child, 27 years old, born and raised here, Abu Dhabi, UAE. Uh, Jordanian, Palestinian origin. I like they're just they're just words, right? He's just throwing this words. It's simple sentences. No need. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, I, said that. I don't know why. Because in my presence, it's, it's, it's his influence. I'm sorry. It's good. It's, it's good. Uh, I like it. Uh, let I me like repeat it. that and say like just words, no yeah, sentences. No, no need for sentences. it. Just simple. It is. You okay, know, just okay. throwing it out there. Continue. Um, 
I'm a very goofy person. Uh, I don't like taking anything serious unless when the situation needs to be serious, that's when I take it serious. Um, I like stuff simple, easygoing. I like people laughing. I don't like people angry. I hate them. Literally, the word hate them. Um, okay, extremes. Well, um, life is short, right? You don't know when it's your last moment. So if I die when I'm mad, then imagine me just being... Yeah, I understand. That's you know? a good way to look at it. Exactly. Yeah. So I just live life as much as I can, whether it's too extreme or not. But I just want to know when I head to bed that I had a good night or my day was good. Yeah, like satisfying. A, a, a productive day or um, even a lazy day, but as just oh, knowing that lazy the, productive day. I wouldn't put it productive. I'd say how does that happen, by the way? I mean, a just lazy productive day. Lazy, how, how's happy, that possible? Lazy happy day. Like, I mean, let's say if I, I come, how's it, how's a lazy productive day? I wasn't saying know? productive day. I was saying lazy happy day. Lazy happy day comes like when you just eat two or three plates of ma'lube and you're satisfying your belly and you're just watching your favorite show. Happy. You know what I mean? Okay. okay. So there's a few questions with this uh, statement. Like I want to go into the meaty yeah, stuff, yeah. but this get in. Just just for the viewers, can you explain first ma'lube? Ma'lube, it's a <laughs> Palestinian. What is ma'lube? With a... Hana Buhara. So it's rice. It comes with either flour, eggplant, <laughs> flour. Yeah, flowers. Okay, eggplant and uh, small pieces of meat. Okay, and minced meat. In other words, yeah, meat. And why is it called ma'lube? It's because. <laughs> Pot, Pot, yeah, my bad, bro. Just running out of words. Um, so the pot, why they call it ma'lube? Because they actually flip it. Okay. So. This, I think we should change the show, man. Nobody's famous. Bil'arabi. Rutana. Hasriyan ala CD. Hanna Abu Atta, nobody's famous bil Arabi. Welcome. <laughs> Shukran. Like, what, how many Arabic words you use now, man? Yeah, hey, but you told me to explain ma'lube. I'm just explaining it. I, I know, but... It, you know. Okay, English. So, or, <laughs> the in table, other words... Please, the table, bad, please. So, in other words, you know, like, um, let's say if lazy day after eating whatever I eat, um, just sit, watch a show, or accomplish finishing a season before I sleep. Accomplish. Yeah, because sometimes like you get bored by like the third, fourth episode. You know, you go like, yeah, what's next? What's next? So if I finish a season before I had to bed, that's a lazy, that's a good day. That's, lazy, that's happy a, yeah. day. You yeah. see, it's so. it's that's a good day. You finished an episode, uh, like exactly. a, a series. Exactly. You binge watched. Yeah. Yes. But I love being productive. I don't like sitting home. I'm the type of guy who, even if I go out for a walk, cruise, even on my you own. You go out for walks? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Take my lovely dog okay. for walks. Sometimes I just go cruising on my own. I'm planning to buy a bike tomorrow, actually. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. I want to start. Okay. I, actually, you have a bike, so we need yes, to start going biking. Yeah, the but weather you have is to getting come to better. me, though. You have to I don't mind. That okay. would be nice, because okay. the weather is actually getting better. I mean, the weather, yeah. I mean, the weather this September time should yeah. be like humid, okay. but so you go out cruising. That's uh, yeah, that like just let's say cruise. I cruising. 
So, yes. you know, like when you have a bad day at work or you just hear this bad news and it pisses me off. Um, I'm yes, not the like type the of word that you used. Yes. You know, I don't I don't <laughs> do like what people say, like, oh, go sh- uh, take your stress out in the gym or go boxing. I just go cruising. Okay. Playing my jam of music, let loose and whatever comes in my way, I just go with it at night. So let's say you pick up the phone and call me while I'm cruising. I'll tell you, yo, what's up? What are you doing? And you tell me, let's go out. And so then the night goes on. So simple. Uh, yeah. this, okay, so you like if you, when you, um, to, to release your stress, you're not a, like you don't go to the gym. Although you are someone who is a gym person. Yeah, yeah, yeah I do. I do it for me. Like I don't use the ex- ex- excuse of, oh, I'm frustrated or stressed or angry that I need the gym. No. I do it because I enjoy the gym. I don't use the excuse of being angry or mad or sad or frustrated. I love the gym because I go morning. I'm the morning person. So I go like before work and then I head work. And then when I'm done from work, at least I have, what, four or five hours before I go to bed that I could see my friends or spend time with family or do the walks or... Okay, so you hit the protein shake... Yeah, early morning, a bit yeah. tough on the tummy, but uh, it does but the job. Hannah can handle it. Yeah, you know, yeah. it does the job at the end. Protein need- shake brought to you by Hannah Buada. Exactly. Pro complex. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Pro complex is probably like the worst thing you could take. Don't mm. take it. I just say golden standard, standard oh. as it is. We're doing plugs now. Exactly. Protein plugs. <laughs> it sounds like an actual like uh, it sounds like a piece of equipment right hi get your protein plugs today amino acid certified right it's like protein but I don't know it sounds so so like equipment anyway tell me okay but that's that's good that you go to the gym in the morning you're a morning gym person mm-hmm. that's good this was 2000 like 17 18 kind of oh, before so you, before you would you go I after after yeah mm-hmm. It was recent that I was dragged into it and it took a while to adapt to it, but then it felt good, you know? Okay. Well, what, is it, what is it that you do at the gym? Like, like uh, so everything but leg day, I'm assuming. Uh, no, I do leg day, but I don't push it that much <laughs> because I have so many uh, surgeries in my legs that I don't risk it. And that's why people say you have chicken legs because I, I just can't push it. Okay, you have to skip leg day as opposed to those. Uh, I would rather skip leg day if it comes down to it. Even though I like, like funny, I actually love it because that soreness makes you feel that you accomplished something, Mm -hmm. like you've done something. But uh, I can't do it. So I skip it. It's either I do two muscles at the same time instead of the legs. So let's say chest and try. I mean, chest. Yeah, you know, you get a pump. Yeah, exactly. Chest, buy. Yeah, exactly. Get those numbers in. Try, you know. Reps. Reps. I'm repping it. You're repping. You're (laughs) repping. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Okay, nice. Okay, mm. it's good to know. It's good to know, Hannah, that you... um, And and do you like like tell anybody else to to do this stuff in the morning? Or is it just Um, you by yourself? Do you inspire other people? Well, I try. Uh, I'm bad. I was going to say another word, but I'm bad at it. Um, funny thing is that a uh, few of my friends do go out in the morning to do it and also from my colleagues they go out in the morning but it's because that we all go to different gyms um, and they have different interests the way they call a gym like for example some 
of my friends do yoga in the morning. Okay. Some of them do gymnastics in the morning. Some of them do um, CrossFit in the morning. So technically, each one is gymming, but they're doing different types of exercise, mm. if you want to call it. And you're just pumping iron. I'm just pumping iron and just running them. What do you call it? Treadmill. treadmill. <laughs> that is called the treadmill. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, okay. So, yeah, Anna, that's good. Let's, let's, um, I, w- I want to ask you the... Uh, Let's start this way. I want to ask you about about uh, about the show a bit. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. I'll ask you a few things. Go for it. And then um, I want to go later on for f- to understand your obsession with Liverpool. Okay, because because now we're don't give me the smile. Like I want a proper explanation. I'll tell I don't you. want you to tell me that you're obsessed. I want to I want you to explain the it's obsession. It's more than obsession. Oh. Just saying. <laughs> this is, Okay, I'm I'm going down a dark path. I know, but go on. Yeah. Okay. Hit me up. My my question to you is, um, what what do you think of the name Nobody's Famous? Actually, I like it. Uh like just the fact that you're interviewing someone not famous is just something not normal when all what you see on YouTube or on TV or in the internet that all the famous people get interviewed. So just randomly me now getting interviewed by you on your show, no one knows maybe, like right now, no one knows who I am, but maybe once they... Once you become famous. From nobody got famous. I love, I love the confidence. He's like, he's, he's, he wants me to say it, but... No, but it's just, uh, forget His hand me. is like, you know the moment when, you know the moment when someone is saying, then his eyes, and his eyes are like... But I wasn't talking about me only. I was no, saying but you're like uh, I, I no. meant uh, who uh, like I mean through the people who were in your episodes. Yeah, I mean whoever is a fan of Ali Rifai and follows your show, they would go like, "Oh, who's this person?" or "Who is that person?" and they would start. That's how you build connection, and then slowly, slowly, it grows. But I like okay. it. Like I'm actually so happy to be in the show. Like. Because I'm a talkative person, I think you know that more than. <laughs> I think uh, I think yeah. Few I think, people uh, do know that. That was that was one of the things like uh, before coming onto the show. Like I know I know that that we'll have content for like hours, definitely. Yeah. And and and. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, it was just uh, something I had to deal with, you know, <laughs> not <laughs> mentally. Yes, mentally I had to deal with that 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 fact. But uh, but uh, is that the end of your answer, or do you uh, have more to say? Nobody's famous. It's just, it's unique. Like, unex- for me, unexpected. Someone would come up for a show and just call it Nobody's Famous. Like, someone could call it anything. Like, as you know, breakfast show, talk show, blah show. Nobody's famous. It's just completely the opposite on what it is. So, for me, it's something unique and it's catchy and I like it. It's funny. Great, man. Yeah. I think, I think. You're one of the few people who have given us a very, I don't want to say like it's a very clear, concise answer. Like we've gotten a lot of, like we've gotten a lot of like deep and 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 like uh, philosophical answers, and some were the answers of the name itself. Uh, but but I like that you gave a very very simple very simple answer. Okay, and it shows it shows that you really like the name. So yeah, I, I really do. That's why I've been telling you. When's my show? When's okay. my turn? Okay, great, great. So now that you're on it and the spotlight's on you, uh-huh. 
and you can finally explain this this um, Liverpool this confusion that everyone has this this uh, bewilderment of the, of of this obsession with this 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 football team so um i forgot how old when did, when did it start yeah so, when did let's start there let's see let's let's okay i'm bad when did math. the brain when did when were you brainwashed let's let's start there okay, I, so i think okay if i was supporting this club right now for 16 years and i'm 27 so i'm bad math, <laughs> we're so doing math on the show now <laughs> okay i didn't realize like so help me out here <laughs> what you're <laughs> 11 years old bro okay that's a word okay so Th- that's a word i mean that's a number so that's your age okay. thank you so i was watching me and my cousin hanna the other hanna he's okay, well, he's getting a, confusing now. yeah that no he's a completely different hanna so <laughs> it, w- it wouldn't be that hard anyways we're sitting down we're talking and the TV was on, and I see there's a team in red and a team in black and white stripes. So randomly, we're arguing, and I look up, and I'm like, you know what? I'm with the red team. And he looks at me, he's like, you know what? I'm not with you. I'm against you. I'm with the black and blue, um, black and uh, white stripe team. And luckily, the team won 1-0, which is the red team. So I was happy. I was bullying him all the time, and I was telling him, you know what? I'm always better than you, and this team will always succeed. And then, obviously, getting into to know who's the threat team, it was called Liverpool. Okay. And slowly, slowly, I don't want to just go like any other, oh, I'm a Liverpool fan, and I don't know what is Liverpool or who is Liverpool. So I started reading a lot about Liverpool. The city, the people, the, the club, the, the football they play. And the, the team, I mean, they... They actually don't say consider themselves as Brits. They say we're Scousers. They don't say we're Brits. Yeah, okay, but that comes from that comes from the way they speak. It's exactly. Not, um, so they have their own pride, their own like you don't understand. They they love like the club means so much to the to the city, to the to the city that everyone gets affected by the Liverpool Football Club. When I went there, okay, I, I can see, I can see, I can see the obsession now. Not the obsession. I can see the passion. And, I want to say, I can see. And there were, yeah. there were a lot of famous footballers that joined this club, great club, and they've done so many incredible wins, especially 2005 Champions League. They were down first half three. I watched that game. I remember. And they came back to three three in the second half. So. Just all those, you put them together. And right now, like currently, we are number one in the Premier League. Okay. okay. <laughs> I can hear so many people saying, we just started the league, you know? like Exactly. <laughs> but everyone knows that we have the best three front attackers. We have the best defender. And we have one of the most passionate, amazing coach called Jurgen Klopp, who I praise so much. <laughs> Man, this is amazing. It's just, we're just keep going down and deeper and deeper. I'll give you the last thing. And I'll, I'll stop about Liverpool. I'll talk more about everything else. Um, the first time I went to watch it, I think it was the first year when I started work in Flash, 2013, 21 years old. I went with my family friend, Zaid. He's That in, one quick, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> he was... Um, he, he's a Madrid fan, also diehard, same, like he's way worse than what I am with Liverpool to Madrid. 
And it was Liverpool playing Madrid in Liverpool. And he accepted for a fact, which I would never do, he accepted for a fact to sit in the Liverpool stand among his, like, imagine, like, I'm a Liverpool fan and I'm sitting among all Madrid, Madrid fans. fans yeah. I'd never do that. Like, no way. So he accepted it. So we got, we went to Liverpool and our tickets were apparently fake and I was angry and I was annoyed and the game is starting in 15 minutes and the stadium is there and you could hear the, they're singing, you'll never walk alone and my heart was beating and I couldn't believe it. Like, this is my dream come true. Like, I'm in my place, my home. Like, it was amazing. Your home, okay. Yeah. Okay. Actually, second home. Second, the same second home. Yeah, my okay. bad. So I sold this man and he's like, two tickets, two tickets. And he sold, and Zaid at that point is like, I need 30 quid. Quid means, uh, sorry, I know what a pound. Means. My bad. <laughs> okay. It's just, you know. So he's like, I need 30 quid. Then actually, I needed those money, but I, like, I didn't care. I want to go inside. So I gave him and we bought the tickets and I was sprinting. And he's like, what gate? What gate? And I just look and I'm like, gate 17. And I look down. And it says, visitor stand. <laughs> oh, you're sitting with the Madrid boys. <laughs> so, just looking at the camera, I was crying. Got in, even though it was Madrid stands. I took off my jacket and I was wearing the Liverpool jersey among them all. I was getting people cursing, swearing, shouting. I didn't care. Well, what's worse is all the goals of Madrid was towards the Madrid fans. And when you see Cristiano Ronaldo coming and doing his tornado celebration, and my friend is just screaming in my ear with <laughs> among everyone else, it was heartbreaking. But it was the best experience of my life, seeing the fans singing you'll never walk alone in reality it was heartbreak it was emotional that's the word and till the day i lose my breath i'll always say i love liverpool which i'm planning to go visit very soon okay well uh, i i my listen man you know what that's a very very uh, lovely story thank you and i like how you uh, you turned the um like a very bad experience into a very nice, memorable one. And, and, uh, hey, no one stays on the top always. Everyone goes down and then they pick up themselves no, no, and I, go back I, up. Yeah, so. I, I just, I, I like how you, you turn this, 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 um, this, uh, like <laughs> this bad experience into <laughs> something really cool. I mean, I, I mean, look, I understand there's a lot of football fans, they feel the same way, you know. I just wanted to, uh, like, I wanted to rack your brain and try to understand. The obsession. Look, because to be honest, it's like I don't want to say I'm at the same level when I watch football. Or I mean, I know a lot of fans. You know how how passionate they get. And uh, some people call me a sore loser because I don't accept losing. It's not that I, I don't mind losing, but if my team is playing so well and we lose just by a second of a mistake, it hurts, and I won't accept that. But then at the end, like, for example, Champions League, it was horrible. I didn't talk to anyone for whoever was, like, trying to, 
you know, oh, Liverpool, this, oh, you were hyped up and you were all showing off. And I say they had the right to because I was so confident that we could do something. And then two silly mistakes by my goalkeeper. Your goalkeeper. I mean, our <laughs> goalkeeper. Well, I guess you say yours because you can buy stock, right? So I guess that's what people say. Well, if I had the money, I would. No, but I think I thought you did. You said you did. No. You don't. No. So you just say our and us and yeah. we lost. And because we it's love. It's love. It's not because I don't need to pay money. So That's true. That's and true. That, that, that's true. And just of how passionate I am, every season I buy, I pre-order this, the jersey. Every season I pre-order the membership card. Every season I actually send 10 pounds charity to Liverpool Football Club which is 50 euros. I mean, 50 pounds in total. Uh, okay. Amazing, man. Yeah. Amazing. Next subject, please. I'm getting okay. emotional. <laughs> no, don't be emotional, please. This is, um, I mean, you should be happy. It's a club you support. Of course. But I can segue, into, I can segue into this question. Um, Go ahead. Is, uh, in your opinion, what's the most uh, underrated artist in your opinion? Or someone who's underrated? And Mohamed Salah is not an option. You can't say Mohamed Salah. Cool. <laughs> okay. As as a football player. No, I mean, well, uh, maybe in your case you could say a football player, but I mean it can be it can be anyone. It can be a, a movie star, a mm. music artist, can be a, uh I know you like your music, it can be a, a painter, it can be I don't know, well, a, cele- a celebrity, an entrepreneur, anything. Some few people would understand who who am I talking about and few won't. I listen to British grime and those okay. people literally come out of just a pen and paper. Let's say like Eminem kind of story, you know, like he was so good with writing songs and just coming out with the back of his mind. And that's where he is right now. One of the best rappers, even among all the other, sorry, the word black rappers who are eventually more in number. And Eminem was the one, how you say, the odd one out. And he pushed himself up just because of how good he was with words and rapping and putting them together. This guy called Sneakbow and Youngin. Those two, I... <laughs> I can just hear the crowd now. I can just hear them now. Who are like, they? Who are these people? Exactly. But that's that's exactly the point. So please, please so continue. So I just ran the, like when I moved to UK for uni and I was, you know, listening to Lil Wayne at that point, 50 Cent and all those. And then when I got to mix between the cultures and the people, they, they're like, we don't use the word rap here. We use grime, griming. So I was like, what's griming? And they made me hear a couple of songs. And then when I got into it, I heard one guy called Sneakbow, which apparently Drake heard him and went down to UK and got him to his concert in UK, which I was physically there to watch Drake. And it was nice to see the guy who I was listening to, mm-hmm. and no one yes. knew who he is, was in the stage, not singing, but just there with Drake and just shaking hands. So a little kid who was Sneakbow, who was in jail in Brixton for six months, now knows who is Drake. And we know he's one of the top rated artists in the worldwide. So their music is, is tough. It's uh, 
It's all about their hard work, their accomplishment, about their tough life. So it makes you feel, I'm not saying I'm living the same life as there, but like it makes you feel how like some people are living in a great situation and some people are actually living in a very bad situation behind the scenes, yeah. which we don't see. So music is deep and I thank God for music. Music is one of the best best thing ever happened in this life because some people express themselves by music some people like you know some people actually if they're stressed or mad they express it on a piece of paper and then they either sing it or it could be even a poem so it's pretty cool i like i like british crime i like all type of music uh so yeah i like to mix like if something i'm not used to I would give it to try, but if I'm, I don't like it, it means I give it to try and that's it. So Sneakbo, Youngen are my two um, underrated artists that I hope people would give them a shout. I, I love how he gave, finally somebody gave us a specific answer. My God. Fine. What did it take? Eight episodes? Well, actually, no. Wait. We did. I told we did, you this we is did. the one. <laughs> no, wait, wait. I just you're just waiting for it. No, we did. We did. We did. And in, in episode oh, yeah. three, we did. And, we uh, did get also music. I think we did. We and have a common mutual friend who's actually soon. I wish him all the best. Knock on the wood. He would get that spotlight one day. I mean, he already has it, but I mean, worldwide. Uh, a box. I mean, Najar. Oh, okay. He's okay. Uh, yes. I've yes. I've been following him as well since he started, and he's doing good, man. Yes. This guy, shout, this shout guy. Shout out to Amin Najar. Amin Najar. You know, A-box, make sure A-box. you uh, check him out. Yeah, and uh, he's been AKA, writing music, aka A box, splitting tunes, yeah. spitting lyricals. You know, yeah. um, that's a good. That's I a good shout him. out, man. Yeah, that's I respect. Him. He's 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 been doing good since high school, and uh, even when I used to go chill. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, what are you doing? Uh, He's like, bro, I'm rapping. I'm like, man, come sit with us. Like, we're playing <laughs> Xbox. No, man, I'm rapping. All right, bro, do your thing, man. And he's he's climbing up the table, but I'm proud of him. Climbing okay. up the table? I mean, the ladder. <laughs> Whoa. Ooh, oh. What? Uh, All right. <laughs> what industry is that, man? <laughs> climbing up the table. I mean, the ladder. <laughs> but yeah, go on. Climbing up the table. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> that is funny. Oh, man. It's like the restaurant business. <laughs> I'm, I'm climbing up the table. <laughs> uh, I may remove this tablecloth with one hand. Okay. Crazy. That's good. Go um, on. Thank you, but for this specific answer. Yeah. We, we had you and uh, also Al-Walid also answered very specifically. Um and I like that. I like that you 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 know what um, you you have those people in mind, which is which is great great to hear. Um, but Hannah, I want to I want to um, I know I threw a bit of Arabic there just cool. to yeah. no problem. I want I want to understand your your um, your your London experience, like Oof. like when you lived in uh, in uh, in the UK. What what was it? What was the, the breath? <laughs> it's like. Mm, what can I say? I had, <laughs> I, I had the good and I had the bad and um, and I had the scary. Um, give us like the I'll give, give you us so, the lowdown, you know. For sure. So good. Um, I'm at the 
best people of my life till now that I keep in touch with them. Uh, sorry, shout out Mad Mala, Mad Salah, Mad Fox, and uh, Mad Sam. Wow, these are some crazy people you got. The, uh, all the, mad. <laughs> yeah, so speaking of mad, I'll cut it short. Um, when I went to uni, I was 16, 17, and all my boys were 21, 22s. And I was like, let's okay, say. Wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> this is the, this is, I, I always want to understand. You always say, my boys. Yeah, they're my <laughs> boys. They're the, they're the boys who took me for four years, man. I didn't know anyone in. So. Explain. So maybe, we don't, maybe it's better exactly. if you explain yeah, yeah. my okay. boys so, or my so let me put it, yeah, let me, my bloods. So let me put <laughs> explain, it this way. Explain, please. So let me put it this way. So, Speak English. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> so let me put it this way, as simple as it is. Um, when I was in school and we're applying, let's say 40% went to Canada, 60% went to Lebanon. My heart was telling me, go to Lebanon because I really wanted to go to Lebanon. No, trust me, I know. And then <laughs> my other, my mind was telling me, you know, Canada's a better education, better experience, better, better, better. And then luckily once, just randomly, I applied through UK, just literally for the fun of it. And I paid so much money for it. And luckily, the last day before I wanted to reply back to Canada and tell them like, you know, like, thank you, I'm going to come to Concordia. Just before, while I'm applying to that email, I get acceptance to UK, which is Brunel University. And I'm like, you know what, I guess this is a sign. Like, it just came last minute, it's a sign. So I just cancelled, cancelled, and I went there. But I didn't know of how excited I was in the middle of the night at 2 a.m. in our timing, that... I have no one over there, no one, not a single person who I know from my class or different school that is going to UK at that point. But wasn't, wouldn't that be like the best reason to go? Well, kind of, but like you're going at the age of 16, 17, you would at least want to have one good yeah. friend or close friend, yeah. at least to back you up in the worst situations, because you don't know what could happen. It seem like... I was worried, man. You make it seem like, okay. I was worried. So I went there again. Um, first two months, I didn't like it. I was depressed. It was hard to communicate with people. I didn't understand much of their English. <laughs> it, was, it was hard. Um, but the campus was nice. I mean, hey, it's different, right? I can't, like, you got to adapt to it. I was going to spend there three years, so... I had to like change in me to adapt to it, not change the unit to me. And then slowly, slowly, like, again, I was blasting music in my dorms. So people started coming in and out, in and out, and hey, my name and my name. So there was a student reunion kind of party, how you call it, the Freshers Week. Yeah. So we went out every day, every day, every day. And from the building of my dorm, you know, people gathering downstairs. So... I was like, hey, man, what's going to happen? Let me go say hi. If they say, you know, back off, I'd back off and do my own, like, go walk with the group who I know from my flat. And cut short how I got my boys. So we were in the club and I was with the people who were in my flat. 
and one person snatched so I ordered the drink and one person snatched the drink from my hand and thought it was his and this random dude just grabbed him and told him hey this is the guy's drink not yours give him back and you know like I was a young kid no beard no nothing a skinny dude and I was like thanks and he looked at me he's like I got you if you need anything I got you my name is Malaman I was like thanks man and I minded my own business and then when we were leaving he grabbed me and he introduced me to three more guys hi 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 and then slowly we exchanged numbers and we started hanging out apparently we were in the same class same timing everything and we we got close so one time it was Salah which is Matt Fox shout out it was his birthday and when I got in Obviously, you know, like all my boys are dancing. My boys, I'll tell you why again. They were dancing and having a good time. And I was, I wouldn't lie, I was young. So I was a bit shy. Like, I didn't know what to do. And then they came up to me. They're like, you know what? You're a kid. And I'm like, huh? Like, I thought they were insulting me at the beginning. I'm like, who you're calling a kid? They're like, nah, that's your name, kid. And then they're like, with double D. And I was like, you know what? That's a cool name. This is, this is. That's a cool name, but they're like for you to be this called is like this movie from, but from the nineties, you know. Like, for you to be called mad, you need to prove it. Oh, look at this now. So this. there mad was kid exactly starring Hana Buhara coming was, to a summer near you. That was like, my name for four years in uni. Mad kid. Yes. Oh man. And you want to laugh? When I came to, when I went to grab my uh, certificate, they didn't say Hanabata. Oh man. They actually said mad kid in no. front of no. 8,000 people. No. I was so happy. No. This is, this is. Can you believe? What's that movie? The Hooligans movie? What's that? What's that? Oh, yeah. Green, the... Green Street Hooligan. Oh my God, man. It's just like one of those. No, what but the hell is this? But so let me tell you. So when I earned my there's mad, more, there's more. So when I earned my mad kid, yeah, we your became, title, yeah. yeah, yeah. So As I don't know. the Bachelor's. I'm right? sure. I mean, wait, hold up. I mean, there's that, right? And then there's the Bachelor's. I'm sure you watched Four Kids, right? The movie Four uh, Four Brothers. Four Kids. No, no I meant Four <laughs> Brothers. <laughs> my bad. Four Kids. Four Brothers. I Come went, on, it's a famous I, movie. I, yeah, I did. Like I okay. went like maybe quarter through that movie, then I stopped. That's how we were. We turned from friends to brothers. And literally, no joke, for four years, we were together every single day, except when I used to like travel back here to celebrate Christmas and Easter with my parents. But every single day we were together, no matter how tired we were, no matter how busy we were, we were always seeing each other every single day. I just want to say, though, um, you might not be with a group of friends, by the way. They might be a different group. <laughs> you get my meaning. You know, <laughs> they're all called mad. You know, I think that's a, that's a, you got a different group there, bro. <laughs> that's, mad, that's, mad in uh, UK means crazy. Yeah, no, I know, but I'm yeah. saying like, uh, yeah, well, how is that better? <laughs> we were a crazy bunch of people. We were crazy boys, man. <laughs> we were, mad means crazy. <laughs> so that is different. No, no, no. Crazy <laughs> is different from mad. <laughs> because crazy is not very crazy. Crazy. Mad is it's really crazy, you know. That, that is the difference. Same, but same. Um, that, I would say I'm thankful and blessed to have that experience, um, which is a lot of people through this camera won't believe it. I did survive four years on my own. I mean, on my own. Uh, 
and yeah. the roar <laughs> it's like a crowd roars like literally it was tough it wasn't cool but it was good and uh, i learned to stand on my two legs and um it was good it was good experience last which i said the the scary part which the brutal, reason brutal. why i left back to abu dhabi early to early back from finishing my masters like i didn't understand you know when they tell you or when we were young when parents tell you don't smoke don't eat too much don't stay out late don't and you say what are parents why they nag along? why and then when you wake when you see how weak they get th- towards their children you would never get that feeling unless you're in danger or when you become a father yourself so i had the choice to continue uni or to go back to abu dhabi and something in me told me it's a sign that you need to spend time with your family with your parents and with the people you love so i took i pulled out from uni and it was a hard decision because i really wanted to finish and i went back to abu dhabi new start we moved to the new house got a new car we we did everything new we wanted just a brand new start for all three of us me and my uh, parents and then after two weeks i got this box and it says brunel university and i open it i see letters i see um a lot of pictures from my colleagues from my friends um um and then at the end i had this envelope and i open it and because i did so well in my written exams i mean in my um dissertation that i got the diploma without my two written exams and i got a i got a 2-2 but i got the diploma and i thank again the uni i thank my friends over there and it was good and then i wasn't allowed to visit uk for a very long time because of my mama um but then um when i went again it was uh it just brought back memories especially passing by my uni obviously my friends graduated and everyone did his yeah. own thing but uh just being there like flashes back and um grateful you know from the good and bad like i said then scary at the end of the day you got to pass through the ups and downs in life and that's why i tell you from that experience i live my life to the max you're a lucky guy man yeah you're a very lucky guy and I thank you for sharing that um, yeah. that uh, wild roller coaster ride that you took me on yeah uh, i want to end it with uh, with a final question oh and uh, and and, and uh, <laughs> i mean what's what's next for hanna what's 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 on the horizon for you you know when people ask you when you're young or you graduate when you graduate school they tell you what uni what major and then when you graduate uni what are you going to do now what company and then when you get in work what are you going to do in five years where are you going to be in five years you know going through all this i don't believe any of this I don't plan. Like people tell you plan because life is so unsure, you don't know where you're going to end up, you don't know the but the more I put myself in a headache and I plan and I plan and it does not work, that's when you're going to feel so disappointed more than when you don't do anything and <laughs> it doesn't work, you'll feel less disappointed. But you're telling me what's next for me. 
I love your answer, man. I love your answer. What's next? Nothing. <laughs> This is. I just. I love it. <laughs> no, it's perfect. It's no, such a perfect answer. No, no, no. That's What's not. next? Nothing. No, no. <laughs> no. Are you planning anything? No. <laughs> no, no. I, It's I, perfect, I, man. No, no. Don't no, change the answer. Don't change it. Don't change it. Anything in five years? What five years? <laughs> no, that's not my point. Tomorrow. <laughs> Tomorrow. <laughs> It's perfect. It's perfect, man. Don't change the answer. Don't don't change it. <laughs> don't change it. Don't change it. Oh my god, it's perfect. What I'm trying to say is, obviously, there is something for me, and I'm working on it, but slowly. I'm not rushing into it. I hopefully see myself somewhere else. And I think through that somewhere else, I would find myself. Like I wouldn't be in that place for that reason or that person or a specific thing. No, that place that's next is the purpose for finding myself. Like to be where I want to be, who I want to be, what I want to be. And... Because I realized growing up again, when the whole question, where you're going to see yourself in five years, that it's all judgmental. It's all people want to see how successful or how f- failure you're going to be. And that's a sad reality that we live in. It's either you're up there, oh, man, uh, he's so lucky. Oh, I wish I was in his space. Or if you're down there, man, I feel so bad for him. So I don't want to be in a, place like that so my next place is me being me me finding me me doing me and me i love it man it's just the, it's like the vaguest most convincing answer the same it's like vague and convincing at the same time yeah because look if i tell you where am so, i going to that place yeah because if i tell <laughs> I you get, like you to that place so imagine if say I, like nowhere so if to that place exactly what so, am i gonna be after that Nobody knows. <laughs> Nobody knows. But I, I assure you one thing. When I'm at that place, I'm going to be me. I'm going to be who I am, what I want, what I love. Well, you ain't going to be somebody else, are you? Yeah, but like right? some people are never mm-hmm. in their comfortable yes. zone. And that's bad because everyone has to be in their comfortable zone. No matter how oh, much. So you're doing the opposite, actually. Yeah. What people say. Yeah, people because say you have to step out of your comfort zone. Well, I see a lot of people doing that, but truly deep inside, are they happy? No, they're not. No matter how much money you earn, no matter who you with, no matter where you travel, no matter what job you do, if you're not in your circle, you're never going to be happy. Well, hey, my opinion, me personally saying that. And that's why I'm telling you, when you ask me what's next for Hannah, that place is my next. I love it. I love it. It's, I don't know what that place is now, but so, I want to go there. Yeah, because <laughs> I don't know what it is. You shouldn't what know. Is it? You shouldn't know. Tell me. So imagine if I come tell you, how much do you have in your bank account? Are you going to tell me? You're going to tell me it's an X amount, right? So <laughs> exactly. This is my place and I'm going to find it very soon. And I hope I get there. And I'm searching for it very slowly. But I'm getting close. Okay. I feel it. Hopefully next year. It sounds like Oz. Hopefully next year. <laughs> and if I head there, you're the first. I'm going to have a tag and tell you I made it. <laughs> okay. 
great man convincing thank hey. you hannah thank you so much for thank you, uh, being on the show it's a pleasure and thank uh, you for behind the scene you know who you are <laughs> i know who you are i want to i want to sign out here and uh, thanks again hannah for being on the nobody's famous podcast it's a pleasure and uh, hopefully we might have you again with a couple I of i was other about guests. to say when's the next one yeah. <laughs> uh, oh my god <clears throat> that was really good